This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Power Breakfast with TT. Weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. on Power 98.7. Okay, so to this story then, uh, the High Court in the Eastern Cape has set aside the five-year sentence to, di- to direct uh, uh, imprisonment, which was handed to Sibongile Mani. The Walter Sisulu University student was erroneously paid 14 million rand by the National Student Financial Aid Scheme, of which she proceeded to spend 800,000 rand. The court upheld her defense's argument that uh, Ms. Mani was no danger to society and therefore was not a candidate for prison. On the 30th of March 2022, Magistrate Toinette Wolfir sentenced Ms. Mani to five years in prison for theft relating to 14 million rand that I said was accidentally credited to her by NSFAS. She was only entitled to 1,400 rand, of, which was a food allowance, and uh, she was then accused of failing to report that 14 million rand, which was credited to her erroneously. Uh, she was then, she, well, well, now with the decision that's been taken by the High Court, she will avoid jail time and will instead serve a suspended sentence of five years doing community service. Let's speak to a legal expert, and uh, that is uh, advocate uh, Romeo Ntambarini. Good morning and thank you for joining us. Good morning, uh, Titi, and uh, thanks for having me. To help us out with this one here. I'm trying to understand, Hori. Uh, is it only people who are a danger to society who go to prison, or is it about the crime that you commit? No, no, Titi, you are very right. No, a person who goes into prison is a person that has been proved to be, to be a danger you know, to society, and you know, looking at the nature of the offence that they've committed, mm. and then you know when you you take those two, you make a determination of a person who is a candidate to get a custodial sentence. Mm. So what I mean, what would be the consideration? I mean, here, would it be about um, the amount of money that was stolen? Because often what you'll hear, for example, is if somebody is uh, um, arrested and convicted of theft and it was uh, somebody who had shoplifted, for example, a loaf of bread because the kids at home were, you know, were hungry, that would be seen as a mitigating sentence and somebody like a mitigating yeah. circumstance. And somebody like that is unlikely to go to prison. However, if somebody... Uh, uh, swindles their company or steals from their company an amount of like millions of rand, those people are generally sent to jail. It depends on the matter. Mm. You, know, uh, you know, we, we look at, at the candidate in terms of their own you know, profile. That's why you see that, you know, for a different candidate, they can actually get, you know, a, a custodial sentence depending mm. on, on their profile. And, and the important thing that one has to look at is whether this person is a first-time offender mm. or is a repeat offender. So if the person is a habitual offender of committing similar offenses, then you know they are making themselves a very good candidate for imprisonment. Mm. So when you look at the, the student thesis that you're speaking about, there are things that counted in their favor. The first is that the money was not you know, stolen directly you know, by her. Mm. It was deposited through an era into her account. Mm. 
and then uh, now the fact of the matter that again she you know used certain amounts and then certain amount of money was returned also count in her favor there are many you know of this nature of you know uh, matters that the high court normally overturn looking at the circumstances and in the, in this matter you know, TT, what persuaded the high court was the report that was sent no, no, no. That that was commission that was sent, which actually, you know, details the circumstances of you know the the offender and whether this offender is a fit candidate to be, you know, sent directly to a direct imprisonment. And you no, know, the court said that the the, the 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 direct imprisonment was harsh, you know, and then uh, that's why they are reversing it and you know making it a suspended sentence. Let's not forget that mm. that sentence remains in a name. And she remains convicted, but because of the society and the challenges that we are facing, the society thinks that you know this you know uh, is shockingly inappropriate. But the fact of the matter is that you know the courts take candidates looking at their profile, and you may commit a similar offence to the person, and you get direct imprisonment. Looking at the profile that you have, and and what the court looks at at other extenuating circumstances that forces the courts to give you a direct imprisonment. Mm, mm. I think that's a very important uh, point that you make. I think maybe if we explain what is meant that instead of direct imprisonment, she will now uh, be serving a suspended five-year sentence doing community service. What does that entail? Yeah. There is an, a, an arrangement which you know, uh, is done with the, uh, the Department of Justice where Necro comes in and look at candidates with you know, candidates that have got profiles that don't fit to go into prison, and then they do do community service. With community service, they can look and look at the area where you you know you are going to do that community service. Mm. You can go to a school, and you can clean the school. You can go to you know a correctional facility and you know do work. You know, and then you, know, you can you can paint, you can do a lot of things depending on the needs of the community. You can go and help the elderly, but while saving your sentence because you are, are not a candidate that you know is going to you know stay in prison. Mm. Remember, the prison is overcrowded, you know, mm. Mm. and the minister, you know, previously has just done some remission of sentences of minor, you know, uh, people that committed minor offenses. Unfortunately. Some of these people that were released by the minister reoffended. Mm. So obviously, when you have reoffended, you are going back directly into the prison, mm. and the court is going to say, "No, you were given an opportunity to change and to be part of the community again, and you reoffended. Then mm. you don't deserve to get another chance." Right. So for her, mm. it's a second chance. Right. And uh, community service does it span? the duration of what uh, whatever custodial sentence would have been. So in this case, if you were sentenced to five years, does that mean your custo- your your community service will be five years as well? No, it's not going to be five years. With mm. her, it's going to be three. Mm. Uh, no, uh, no, uh, no, the court uh, no, uh, no, uh, directed that you know, it, it, must be, it must be three and then it's, it's divided into chunks, you know, of you know how, you know how she's actually going to do it in in a year. It's, it's, mm. It is convicted into hours, you know, uh, no, no, TT. And then when she's completed those hours ah. within that period, then no, no, she's done. Okay, and uh, but uh, so the record, but the the conviction will still stay on the record because I think one of, one of yeah. the things that was said by the high court is that the sentence, uh, it's only the sentence that was set aside, but the conviction yeah. was upheld. 
Absolutely, you're mm. correct. Mm. So, so the uh, no, the conviction is, is has been upheld, and it stays against her name when she's looking for employment uh, in in places like banks. She's not going to be a candidate for that kind mm. of employment because it will affect her record that she has this type of conviction of theft. Mm. Okay, yes. very interesting. Thank you so much, Advocate Romeo Ntambrini. I appreciate your time. Thanks. Of course, uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, very interesting to understand. You know, it's also very always important to understand that uh, every case is dealt with on its own merits. It's not that there's one rule or law that applies uniformly, especially when it comes to sentencing. It is just after 7 o'clock. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.